0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Samuels versus Schlanger. I'm Leighton Samuels. I am Leighton Schlanger, and we had another week of football. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Um, which I was, I was about to say should be like, you know, a foregone conclusion. But gosh, with COVID these days, it's not. So yes, we did in fact have another week of football, and we're not even done. That's right, baby. We got we got Titans and Bills tonight. There were no positive tests from the Titans, so we are going to have even more football tonight, which means that we will not be able to provide you with amazing fantasy insight on the Titans and Bills tonight. Um, you know what? I'll do it. What? I'll do it. I'll, I will do the analysis Uh, The post-game analysis of the Titans bills right now, but you you do realize that the game is not until tonight You can't do post-game analysis until after the game is over. Yeah. Yeah I know that bro, but like but we can and we will because I am (laughs) Okay, all right. Give it a shot. So Josh Allen a fantasy superstar he gets you over 25 fantasy points uh, after the Titans offense actually hums better. The, uh, Derrick Henry scores a touchdown, gets you a decent like mid-teens, you know, talking 14, 15 fantasy points. But A.J. Brown is not hot at the gate, but uh, but he does do well enough. He gets seven targets for uh, has. has Five catches for 56 yards. Uh, John Smith is the one who who really feasts. He gets two touchdowns um, on only four receptions for 38 yards. Outside of Josh Allen on the Bills, uh, Devin Singletary continues to feast. Uh, Zach Moss was used... Um, quite a bit relative to what he's been used he's been injured so he hasn't been used well exactly so like he's been used more um, than normal injury on the bench (laughs) just keep going so uh, Devin Singletary still has a great game but Stefan Diggs lights up the, uh, the scoreboard with a touchdown on 103 yards eight receptions and John Brown gets a long 52-yard touchdown catch to make his fantasy day worth it. All right. Um that was a great recap. What was the uh, what was the final score of that game? Um the final score of that game was Bills 31 I did did I say enough touchdowns for that? <laughs> I'm sure you did. All right, Bills 31, Titans 28. Close game. Close game, got to say. Well, very good. All right. There is your Bills Titans recap before they've even played the game. Uh, did not know you were going to do that. Well oh, I didn't either. I just kind of felt it, and I felt the touch of the psychic. So that's, uh, that's what we were doing with this. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. We are going to get back to um to real analysis and on real games that have already been played. But first, as always, we need to play that drop. This is the drop. This is the drop. This is the drop. Samuels versus Schlager. Oh, this is gonna be brutal. Ba-bang! Alright, folks, we have a goal today. We have never made it through every single one of the games with proper analysis, so we are going to speed through every single game. We're going to do it. We're going to do it this time. It's going to happen in under half an hour. Let's get to it. Starting off with the Giants and the Cowboys. Uh, let's start with the Giants because they put up 34 points and Daniel Jones does not get you a single touchdown. Uh, a lot of you might have been streaming him this week against the poor Cowboys defense. Uh, just insane. He, he gets you 222 yards through the air, negative 7 yards rushing. A very un-Daniel Jones-like game. Uh, and they, they, like that's the thing is the New York Giants only scored two touchdowns on offense Devonte freeman scored one evan ingram rushed for one so you're talking 20 points that they scored via either field goal or defense like just a, a really weird fantasy day for them Devonte freeman speaking of uh he scored that touchdown he has proven that he will be the workhorse back in new york his efficiency wasn't great he only averaged 3.5 yards per carry But if they continue to use him like this, he will definitely carry season-long value. Speaking of season-long value, we have Darius Slayton. 11 targets, 8 receptions, 129 yards. He accounted for over half of the passing yards that Daniel Jones got. He is Daniel Jones' guy. And if they are in a solid matchup, Darius Slayton, I think, is a must start at this point. Wide receiver, two for sure. On the other side, uh, you'll take... uh, No you take this one thank you okay uh don't speak like me anymore i don't like it when you do that because that's my voice it's who i am can you just get to the analysis we're on a time crunch here Ah, oh, you're so right okay Dak prescott is done for the season a huge bummer Um, Really, gosh, like you were watching a guy not only have one of the best fantasy seasons on pace to have one of the best fantasy seasons of all time, if not the best fantasy season of all time, uh, and to have it end like this is extremely sad. I don't like the Cowboys. Uh, I really like watching them lose. Um, They're a really fun team to watch lose. It's really fun to watch their fans get sad whenever they lose. This is a tragic loss for the entire sport. Dak Prescott is an amazing player, an amazing human being, and we all hope that he heals quickly. As far as fantasy analysis goes for that, Andy Dalton was 9 of 11 for 111 yards. He has one of the best receiving cores to throw to in the entire game of football between CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup. In that order, apparently, because CeeDee Lamb got you 11 targets, 8 receptions, 124 yards. he He had essentially the exact same day as Darius Slayton, which is kind of crazy. Um... The the other kind of crazy thing about this game is Dak Prescott re- got the only receiving touchdown. There was they the Dallas Cowboys put up 37 points, and the only passing touchdown was thrown by Cedric Wilson, the wide receiver, to Dak Prescott. A weird, weird game for everyone except for Ezekiel Elliott, who goes 91 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he gets you two targets, one reception, 14 yards. That is going to be Zeke Elliott over the course of the rest of the season. He becomes probably the highest floor option at running back. Let's move on to the next game. Let's do it. Jacksonville and Houston. Starting a quarterback, Gardner Minshew. Oof, He got you a day. It might not have been pretty, but he threw for both of Jacksonville's touchdowns, 301 yards. Not a bad day that's gonna get you 20 just over 20 fantasy points which like you'll take from your quarterback. Um James Robinson had a relatively um unfortunate unfortunate. He had a he had a, a soft day. He did not return on his hype for this particular game especially against the Houston Texans run defense that has been surrendering everything. I know. I know it's crazy, but Hold on tight to James Robinson. He's going to to. Ha- I think the Texans were just so happy to get Bill O'Brien out of their organization that sorry Phil, O'R- Phil O'Ryan, Phil O'Brien. I think that was the guy from last week. Yeah, a Phil o- Bill O'Brien is gone. The Texans were playing for Romeo Cornell. They were playing for their freedom. They were playing out of their mind. They won thirty to fourteen. So James Robinson didn't have that many opportunities. Um, you know who did? LaVishka Chenault, who had eight targets, led the team, seven receptions, 79 yards. He is he is becoming a high-floor option, which is weird because Gardner Minshew likes to spread the ball around, but if you're looking for a bi-week fill-in, I think if LaVishka Chenault is available, you should definitely pick him up on waivers. Um Second in targets was, was tied between James Robinson and Tyler Eifert. So like I said, James Robinson, again, rough day for him fantasy points wise, but better to come. DJ Shark, only four targets, three receptions, 16 yards. I'd be worried if I was a DJ Shark owner. As far as the Texans go, Deshaun Watson in vintage Deshaun Watson form. Not only does he throw for 359 yards and three touchdowns, he runs for 25 yards, and he also throws two interceptions. Vintage Deshaun Watson. It's what he does, but the two interceptions don't even matter because he just got you so many fantasy points with his arm, with his legs. He is returning to elite caliber quarterback play. Speaking of elite caliber, Brandon Cooks, might be the guy you want to own uh, receiving passes from from Deshaun Watson I, like I Bill O'Brien must have just like hated him for some reason because he has uh, a, a, a zero game last week and now he comes back gets you gosh Andy got a touchdown 30.1 PPR fantasy points like are you kidding me Will Fuller still got eight targets, four receptions, 58 yards, and he caught his own touchdown, so Will Fuller is is still a primo option at wide receiver, um, but Brandon Cooks, keep an eye on him. If he is available, definitely pick him up. I made a huge mistake. I dropped him in a league so I could pick up Alan Lazard and then put Alan Lazard on IR and pick up someone else. Um, I'm really bummed that I dropped Brandon Cooks, so someone else in your league might have dropped him um, moving on, yeah, oh, no, I can't, (laughs) you can't move on without talking about David Johnson, look at that, averaging 5.6 yards per carry, 17 carries, 96 yards, the only problem is he could not get going in the receiving game, but hey, neither did Duke Johnson, who, who was back and healthy, um, David Johnson, four targets, only two receptions for seven yards, I think, I mean, this was a game where the Texans were up. That might worry you a little bit. But if he scores a touchdown here, you're not saying he had a bad fantasy day. Hang tight to David Johnson. I think he is a relatively high floor, low-ish ceiling option for the rest of the year. At, At least a flex play, definitely. Or maybe a running back, too. Moving on to the Panthers and Falcons, Teddy Bridgewater is like he looked like a stud he played like a stud um didn't use his legs I know he he was a rushing quarterback before he had all those injuries but 313 yards and two touchdowns through the air I you'll take that any day that is over 20 fantasy points good on him Mike Davis keeps playing like he's friggin uh, Christian McCaffrey. The dude had 10 targets caught 9 of them for 60 yards and a touchdown in addition to rushing for 89 yards. Mike Davis is a stud must start until Christian McCaffrey comes back. And if you are worried, if you have Christian McCaffrey and you've held on to him for this long, when he comes back like it is you know that he is a path to to score an insane number of fantasy points for you. Uh other guys uh receiving passes uh, Robbie Anderson, 13 targets. He led the team. Eight receptions, 112 yards. Doesn't get you a touchdown. DJ Moore, only five targets, and he catches four of them for 93 yards and a touchdown. But, like, like their, their roles are switched. Robbie Anderson is the possession receiver, and DJ Moore is the deep threat all of a sudden. And it makes no sense to me, as someone who has DJ Moore... Uh, in a couple of leagues. It's really bumming me out. Um because I want him to have that Robbie Anderson role. Uh it worked out here because you got the you got the long touchdown. Um but uh, always looking for opportunity in fantasy football. Moving on to the Falcons. They gosh oof, 0-5. Dan Quinn is fired. Their GM is fired. Matt Ryan looks like Maddie, not nice. M- Maddie because it's like You know because yeah no 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 I get it because it's Maddie ice it's Maddie nice but it's Maddie not nice they go when you explain it though like it just makes it worse well that's that's your fault right that's your fault you made a bad enough joke that I had to explain it oh okay you're shut up Um, I'm trying to do fantasy football analysis no you're not you're making bad jokes well you're interrupting me okay. Todd Gurley, 14 carries, 121 yards and a touchdown. Vintage Todd Gurley, love to see it. He was even involved in the passing game. Five targets, four receptions, 29 yards. Uh, This is the guy who you drafted in the third or fourth round of your fantasy drafts. You just have to hope that this keeps going. This was in a losing effort too. Um, Todd Gurley looking great giving you confidence within him through the rest of the season. Uh speaking of confidence in guys, Calvin Ridley is he's back. He's back. Um rough week for you last week, but there was never a doubt in my mind that Calvin Ridley would not bounce back. Uh elite wide receiver, elite talent, elite usage, 10 targets, 8 receptions, 136 yards. He will be a top five wide receiver the rest of the year. Uh, Moving on to the next game. We got the Vegas Raiders versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The Raiders hand Kansas City their first loss of the season. You love to see it. They put up 40 points on a Chiefs defense that actually hasn't been too bad. Derek Carr played like a stud. Threw for 347 yards and three touchdowns, one interception. But, like, you'll take that. 23 fantasy points from him, like, yeah, absolutely, if you happen to be starting David Carr, David, did I just say David Carr, holy my, he, he doesn't play football anymore, Samuels, you should know that, I do, I do know that, um, wow, Derek Carr, um, gets you, I've already forgotten how many fantasy points he got you, he got you 23 fantasy points, um, Josh Jacobs, is a fantasy superstar, rushes for 77 yards, two touchdowns, also involved in the passing game. Um, three targets, two receptions, eight yards. Not a lot in the passing game, but it is promising. Uh, Jalen Richard does steal five targets, four receptions, 26 yards. Um, Devontae Booker even gets in there uh, with a reception. But yeah, I am very confident in Josh Jacobs moving forward. Um, I, lo- I love, I, I, I I have nothing else to say about him because he's just so good. Uh, Henry Ruggs, like kind of getting on track, only three targets, but one of them was a 72-yard touchdown. Like, you love that, and like that's the kind of talent that he had. That's that's what people were, were, were looking forward to from Henry Ruggs this season maybe that puts him kind of on the map maybe maybe he can he can use this game to kind of get going but really the only pass catcher in Vegas that that gives you any confidence is Darren Waller 7 targets 5 receptions 48 yards and a touchdown uh just good just good 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 um speaking of good Patrick Mahomes is very good. Uh, Even in a losing effort, the man throws two touchdown passes, runs for another touchdown, throws for 340 yards. Fantasy stud. He, with Dak out, um, it is between him and Russ for the top, that top quarterback spot, and it would not surprise me. I mean, gosh, I mean, nothing surprises me. Nothing surprises anyone with Patrick Mahomes anymore. I think that Patrick Mahomes will have more fantasy points than Russell Wilson by the end of the season. Well, I think that Russell Wilson will have more fantasy points than Patrick Mahomes by the end of the season. We we don't do that bit. That's not our bit. That's that's Fantasy Focus's bit. We can't do that bit. Oh, well, darn. Um, in that case, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Disappointing. My goodness. Uh, they tried to get him involved in the passing game. He had eight targets, but he only caught three of them uh, for 40 yards uh, only ten carries for forty yards. Gosh, like you just have to hope for better days for Clyde edwards Alaire. That that week one just threw him on the map in a huge way, and he has been a disappointment ever since. Looking to pass catchers, uh, twelve targets for Travis Kelsey, eight receptions, one hundred and eight yards, and a touchdown. He is the only consistent option in Kansas City. You can never really tell. I mean, Tyreek Hill, yeah, sure, he still gets you 10.8 uh, uh, PPR points, but, like, Sammy Watkins caught the touchdown, but on only two targets, and now Sammy Watkins is injured. Uh, I-, I suppose that'll open up more space for Nicole Hardman, but with Clyde Edwards-Alaire getting eight targets, clearly they want to get him involved. Daryl Williams, also out the backfield, gets five targets, so clearly they're going to be thrown to these backs, and so that gives you hope for Clyde Edwards-Alaire, not so much for Tyreek Hill, Michael Hardman, and other pass catchers in this offense. Gosh, we are we're already 18 minutes in. Uh, we're, we are running low on time. Let's keep speeding through Arizona Cardinals versus the New York Jets. Uh, Kyler Murray's a stud. Um, He keeps rushing for touchdowns. He just keeps doing it, and he's never going to stop. But this time, he also threw for 380 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, just... DeAndre Hopkins is is going to continue just being a stud. He only had seven targets because Christian Kirk also had seven targets. I love to see Christian Kirk this involved. Chase Edmonds Chase Edmonds or Kenyon Drake. I don't I do not know. I could do an entire freaking podcast trying to figure out which of these guys I'd want to start each week because Kenyon Drake is getting the opportunity, but Chase Edmonds is scoring the fantasy points. So if you have one, if you have both, just flip a coin and put one of them in your lineup. Um I, th- I thought in a game like this that Kenyon Drake would be getting more work, and he got 18 carries, but only ran for 60 yards. He got a touchdown, which saved your fantasy day. But come on, Kenyon Drake or Cliff Kingsbury, just 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 make a decision. I I, I really I really hate running backs by committee in fantasy football. It's very tough. Uh, New York Jets, uh, Joe Flacco. He's he's Joe Flacco. Le'Veon Bell is. Oh, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Jamison Crowder is a stud. Jamison Crowder, 10 targets, 8 receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. The craziest thing, though, is he did not lead the team in targets. That would be Jeff Smith with 11 targets. But Jeff Smith only caught three of those targets for 23 yards. Jamison Crowder is officially a wide receiver, too. I I like try to get him in your starting lineup because he is going to be a high volume receiver in an offense playing from behind a lot. Eagles, Pittsburgh, uh, Carson Wentz, uh, mediocre Carson Wednesday gets you what like fifteen fantasy points. Um, he is he is not he might not be a great quarterback. I mean Pittsburgh is also a great defense, but gosh Carson Wentz needs to figure it out. Um, and fast for the Eagles. Uh, Miles Sanders, he, hey, he gets you 23 fantasy points. Um, 56% of those fantasy points came on one play. Uh, I, I mean, he's a stud. Like, I mean, I, you can't take that away from him because he is the kind of running back that can break off a 74 yard touchdown run. Who is Travis Folgham? Folgham? fool gam who who is that guy i don't know um but he got you 13 targets with 10 receptions and 152 yards and they touchdown. fine no you can take this i plan on it um i don't know who this guy is but i don't know if the philadelphia eagles even know who this guy is like he just kind of showed up and they were like cool put on a jersey and we'll use you at, at wide receiver because we got nobody else um and boy did they Uh, I don't know if this is a thing for the future. He is certainly worth a speculative ad because Carson Wentz looked to him often. And second in targets on the team were a tie between Zach Ertz and John Hightower. Um, Zach Ertz only won reception for six yards on six targets. Gosh, I would be worried if I was a Zach Ertz owner. Um, But there's nothing you can do. Like You just kind of got to hold on to him and keep starting him. It's a bummer, but like his talent is too big. He will float to the top. Ben Roethlisberger throws for three touchdowns, gets you right around for eight. Uh, that's okay. He gets you like 22 fantasy points. I'm trying to do math while looking at the friggin' stats from the, 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 you're not good at math is, is the point that we're making here. No, I am not. Um, I leave the math to you. Uh, James Conner is still a stud at running back. Um, all of that. Benny Snell worry is going away. Benny Snell does get seven carries in this, but only averages two point seven yards per carry. James Conner only averaged two point nine. A touchdown saved the day for him. I mean, he, he only he only rushed for forty four yards and a touchdown in a in a game in which they scored thirty eight points. I mean, but the Eagles run defense isn't bad, so. You know, and James Conner was involved in the passing game, too. Three receptions, 19 yards. You like to see that. He had three targets. Uh, but the 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 true, the true, we, it would be ridiculous for us to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers without talking about Chase Claypool and his 11 targets with seven receptions, 110 yards, three friggin' touchdowns. Like, are you kidding me, bro? Guy gets you 36 fantasy points. Yes. I mean, Pittsburgh Steelers just keep finding wide receivers out the wazoo, and Juju Smith-Schuster only gets five targets. Um, Eric Ebron out-targeted Juju Smith-Schuster, and Maybe the Philadelphia Eagles were taking Juju out of the game, maybe that was the game plan, but Chase Claypool, get him on your team, at least get him on your bench and start him in quality matchups. We got to move on to the next game. The Los Angeles Rams offense just continues to hum. Like, I don't know, I don't know if it's just me, but I have this perspective that they are a mediocre team, that like their offense is mediocre and there none of them are fantasy relevant. But Jared Goff keeps racking up points. Like, he got you uh, close to 20 fantasy points. Uh, No, that's a lie. He got you over 20 fantasy points because of that rushing touchdown. Um, Like, uh, speaking of rushing, though... They have a bad three-headed monster at running back. Daryl Henderson, uh, 15 carries, 38 yards. He only averaged 2.5 yards per carry, but he gets the touchdown. Honestly, bro, Cam Akers looked the best. Like, he broke off that 46-yard run. Um, He looks good. I think that he is going to start stealing more touches from Daryl Henderson as he gets healthier. But Cam Akers had zero—he re- had zero targets, zero targets, zero receptions. And part of Daryl Henderson's value was the fact that he scored a second touchdown um, through the air. He had four targets, three receptions, 30 yards. Clearly, they trust Daryl Henderson receiving the ball. Um, as far as other pass catchers go, uh, Cooper Cup led the team in targets with eight. And you love to see that five receptions, 66 yards. Like he looked good gets you 11.6 fantasy points not not great robert woods gets the touchdown here but on only five targets four receptions 71 yards um it's it's tough i like i i want to dislike both of these receivers because they literally do just like split the receiving share in this offense and it's it's tough it's tough like robert woods has been a stud this year though so I don't think I am giving him enough credit. As far as the Washington football team goes, um Alex Smith is back. Honestly, this is this is the news, this is the only news. Like I could go over the fact that like the, the, the only touchdown scored was by an injured quarterback um in Kyle Allen. But, like, all I want to do is just take this moment to say, Alex Smith, you are an absolute champion. You're, you have, like, all of the heartfelt, like, feels. You have all the feels in this podcast today. I do. I do. Between Dak and Alex Smith, um, tragedy for Dak. He will be back, though. Alex Smith... Amazing recovery. A, a just a, a year and a half long, two-year-long battle for Alex Smith to get back on the football field, and we just love to see him there. Moving on to the next game. Uh, I think we can skip the Bengals too. My goodness, they put up three points, and I mean the Baltimore Ravens have an amazing defense. Yeah. But A.J. Green asked for a trade in the middle of the game. Did you see that? Yes, I saw that. I see everything that you see. Joe Mixon is still finding ways to score fantasy points, which gives you confidence in him moving forward. But yes, A.J. Green, zero receptions, one target. Like, the dude wants to play. And actually, on that target, it was a a grossly overthrown ball that turned into Joe Burrow's one interception. Uh, tough to watch, tough to watch, Baltimore Ravens, you want to hit that, I do, Lamar Jackson continues to struggle, and get you, like, 14 fantasy points, like, come on, guy, he only had two carries for three yards, um, but then again, like, this is going, to, this might happen when the Baltimore Ravens defense and special teams gets you all these friggin' points, like, come on, 26 fantasy points for that Baltimore Ravens defense, like, heck yeah, heck yeah, I love it if you have the Baltimore Ravens defense, Uh, they outscored any position player on the team in this game, Um, you love to see it and you hate to see it, but speaking of position players, uh, Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews each have 6 receptions, they each score a touchdown, each of them has at least 9 targets, those are the two guys that you're going to want on your fantasy team. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, start Marquise Brown. He's he's proving to be not just a deep threat, but a consistent uh, pass catcher. And Mark Andrews is probably the number one tight end in fantasy. <sighs> ah, Travis Kelsey gives him a run for his money. I, I still take Travis Kelsey on this one um, just because... You know, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Oh, freaking Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. Not this year. He's not. Well, but he's throwing the ball to Mark Andrews a lot. Um, give me, you know what? Uh, give me Mark Andrews over Travis Kelsey. Give me Travis Kelsey. We're, we do not do, that is not our podcast thing. Um, talk about the, the running backs. I don't want to. Can you talk about the running backs? I I don't want to either. Mark, Mark Ingram led with 11 carries and 57 yards But Gus Edwards had seven carries, J.K. Dobbins only had one, but it was for 34 yards, and J.K. Dobbins was the one involved in the passing game with three receptions for 21 yards. Like, what is going on? We don't know. Just don't start them until we have more clarity, which may not ever come. Let us go ahead and do a quick—oh my god, it's already 29 minutes— well, um, we still need to do a live read, so that's cool. That's Oh my gosh, you're absolutely right. We have an episode sponsored. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Time. We don't have it, and neither do you. That was dark, bro. Wow, what a live read. Okay, um, we're going to speed through these in literally one minute. Miami Dolphins, you love Miles Gaskin. You don't love anyone else, except maybe Ryan Fitzmagic. Uh, San Francisco, oy, that's all. Um, The Colts, you have Jonathan Taylor, kind of. Uh, T.Y. Hilton got 10 targets, which makes you happy. He should be more valuable moving forward. Cleveland Browns, Kareem Hunt, great. Keep up that. Baker Mayfield uh, continues to win games, but also continues to disappoint in fantasy. The Vikings, Dalvin Cook, baby. He's got to come back healthy, and I really hope you had uh, Alexander Madison On your bench, as we have talked about, this Alexander Madison was, in my opinion, the second most valuable handcuff in the game behind Tony Pollard handcuffing Zeke. Uh, Alexander Madison is going to be a stud until dalvin cook comes back he's already a stud. 112 yards on 20 carries just insane and used in the passing game like come on all he was missing was a touchdown from this game russell wilson um continues to cook but only throws for 217 yards doesn't matter though because he goes for three friggin touchdowns rushes for 58 yards fantasy stud um did you take Russell Wilson or did I I've already forgotten I think I took Russ and you took Patrick Mahomes I'll well someone's going to be wrong because we might need to check the tape Chargers god what a disappointing loss and what a disappointing game for Joshua Kelly Justin Jackson unfortunately might be the running back that gets all the work he's had six friggin targets Gosh, and I'm holding on to Joshua Kelly. I just really hope Justin Jackson will be available on waivers. Pick him up. He is the running back you want in L.A. until Austin Eckler comes back. Drew Brees, you know, gets them back in this game, but only throws for one touchdown. Um, A mediocre fantasy day for him. And a mediocre fantasy day for Alvin Kamara. Are you really going to call a 19.9 point effort? By by Alvin Kamara, a mediocre day? For him? For him, that's a mediocre day. The New Orleans Saints put up 30 points. Like, how does Alvin Kamara not score at least 25 fantasy points? But 19.9 is not mediocre. That's like his floor, which is mediocre. I mean... You want Alvin Kamara at Alvin Kamara level? We don't have time for this. We are wrapping things up. That was the final game. This is, wow, we did, you know, if we had just been doing that for, you know, half an hour, we would have gotten this done in 24 minutes. Well, we didn't. And your live read was, I'm still chilled. I want more time bro (laughs) you you will have plenty more time and you will have the listeners will also have plenty more time with us we will be back on friday you will hear from us we will um talk about the weekend to come and probably give an update on covid because we're just gonna hold our breath and hopefully it all goes away we will talk to you soon thank you everybody